1: Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor.
2: And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians
1: in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on
2: this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah. And then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars. And we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different.
1: Also, we're a lot of fun, and we We have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too, so why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof?
2: Hell yes. (laughs) Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions, so make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, so let's jump into the show. Hi. Hey, hey. Hey, there. Hi. Hey. What's <laughs> <So>. up?
1: <laughs> ASL.
2: Hey, what? Qu-
1: oh. ASL. ASL.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had a couple chat room boyfriends.
1: Oh, who didn't? That was yeah. the best. All right, let's not get enough subjects. Hurt. Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> you
1: and I are so easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the True Beauty Podcast. This is Elizabeth. And Alex. And today, our first guest ever. I'm so excited to share my first interview with you guys. Um, I've... I've had the honor of meeting a lot of incredible women over the years, and Sabrina's story is one that I've been really looking forward to sharing because um, she's my homegirl and she's also my mentor, and she's really incredible. So, our inaugural girl guest is my dear friend, celebrity hairstylist and makeup artist, Sabrina Rowe Holdsworth. Sabrina is a powerhouse.
2: Badass bitch. Badass issues. bitch.
1: Her work can be seen in countless magazines like All of the Vogue's, Essence, Elle, InStyle, Architecture Digest, Architecture Digest. We're going to skip it's that fine. one. It's fine.
2: We don't need to talk about that one. <laughs> We're going <skip> that one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: will <where you'll> understand. <laughs> Marie Claire. Really, the list goes on and on. And on TV most recently, her work can be seen on
2: HBO's two Dope Queens comedy specials. Did you see it? I did not. Well, you need to get on it, girl. Okay, I'm going to get on it. Sorry, I've only been watching Love is Blind. <laughs> <It's> so lame. <laughs> the first rose
1: of Sabrina's Instagram, at Girl is like a who's who of women of color bad bitches. The woman works with all of your faves faves, like Ilana Glazier, Lena Waith, Uzu Aduba, fashion icon Elaine Welteroth, and Sabrina is one-third of Phoebe Robinson's Glam Squad. So basically, anytime you see Phoebe on TV or in print, chances are my girl Sabrina wasn't standing too far from her. Sabrina toured with Phoebe and Michelle Obama on Michelle Obama's 2018-2019 Becoming Book Tour, and she's going to tell us all about spending time with and hugging Queen of Queens Auntie mm-hmm. Michelle. So
2: what did you think about my interview with Sabrina? I loved it. Um- She is very, she was savvy from a very young age, that's the coolest part of this, is that she wanted something, she decided she wanted something, and was just like, this is what I'm gonna do. Like, there was kind of no question about it. Totally. And I, I so respect that, and I, I can relate to her in a lot of ways, but in other ways I'm like, okay, I was never, I still am not that strong of a person, and I want to be that strong of a person so admirable. Yes. And I think that everyone can learn a lot from her and just about like uh, doing what you feel you're meant to do. Following your heart, working hard,
1: getting out there, putting yourself out there. Right. And just hustling. Like the girl has been
2: hustling since 15. Like, I mean, really at 15, I did not At 15, I was watching Hey Arnold and like picking my nose on the
1: couch. (laughs) 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 Sabrina Rowe Holdsworth was out in these streets in New York City trying to live her dream. And the girl did did it. She did it. it. She did
2: it. Actually, like tenfold.
1: Yes. Yes, I can't even, uh, if I can do half of the things that Sabrina's done in her um, career, then I'll be so happy. So without further ado, here's my interview with Sabrina Rowe Holdsworth. I can't wait for you guys to hear it.
2: Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: My work name is Sabrina Rowe, which is my maiden name. Mm -hmm. I am a hairstylist, Um, one would say celebrity hairstylist, because I work on primarily celebrities. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've worked in fashion and celebrity for 20 years. So where did you grow up? I grew up in the South Bronx in an area called Soundview. Okay. It's uh, notoriety is Terror squad. Big pun, macho. (laughs) 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 Alright. And when you were young, what did you think that you wanted to be when you were growing up? Uh, When I was young, I wanted to be a lawyer Mm -hmm. um, and a singer and an actress. Mm -hmm. Well, a triple threat because I studied (laughs) the performing arts. Mm -hmm. Um, But I literally, in tandem, I thought that I could be a performer and a lawyer. (laughs) <laughs> because I've always been dichotomous
1: Okay What kind of law did you think that you wanted When? Well how old were you at this point When I thought I wanted to be a
0: lawyer Um. I mean probably from pre-adolescence Okay Till I was about Maybe 15
1: Alright I mean not old enough that you actually knew what type of law you wanted to study
0: No but I did think I was going to be a litigator Because I liked to, to argue Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs> Check this
0: little black child out.
1: I like to argue. I'm gonna be a litigator. That was Um And then, when did you? You said you studied um, performing arts. Where yes. did you study the performing arts?
0: So um, I, my parents had uh, were kind enough to allow me to take supplemental classes. Um, from junior high school on, uh-huh. um, at our local YMCA, which had all sorts of dance classes. Uh-huh. So I took them there and then I was accepted into Fiorello LaGuardia high school, uh-huh. which is the fame school for those of y'all that don't know. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, yeah, there I studied drama uh-huh. and I Random streets, random <laughs> halls, random <laughs> halls with the likes of Khalees and Nicki Minaj. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there were two of my closest. Well, not my closest. Nicki definitely was, but we called her Cookie at that time. Uh huh. Um, but Khalees was a really good friend of mine as well. But they had beef. Uh, I <laughs> know. They have beef. No use. Hilarious. Well.
1: I had no idea. So then, um, what made you? What did you do after high school?
0: Um, well, I dropped out of high school.
1: Okay. I'm like full
0: of gloves. Yeah. Dropped out of high school. I had a lot of like unfortunate things happen to me when I was young, which caused me to sort of detour my like, I'm going to be something great plans Mm -hmm. as life tends to do. And, um, I left junior year. Um, but still swear by that school. It's so fantastic. Do You know, I was standing
1: rural. in line at Jerry's the other day, yesterday, actually, and... Uh, <laughs> I
0: love how much you love Jerry's. I
1: love Jerry's. But there was this neighborhood lady talking in front of me. He's like, oh, how's your daughter? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Do you know, she's doing so well. She's um, finding out if she's going to go to school. She wants to go to LaGuardia. She's a yeah. singer. And it's just so cool. It's, just so a, cute. it's such a New York institution that, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, it's a specialized high school. Yeah. One of a few, and... It's the like the big one for performing arts, so I'm sure these kids are like all trying to get
1: in there. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you took a detour from high school and then what was yes, next Yes, okay,
0: for you? so um, straight away after high school I went to work, mm-hmm. um, my mom got ill, I mean she had a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, cultural food, <laughs> she's Puerto Rican, and even though she left the island she didn't leave the food, mm. and um, yeah, she has Crohn's disease and She developed um, colon cancer, and basically, I was always, even though I looked 12, (laughs) I had this voice, Uh this voice I've had forever. So, um, it allowed me to be able to get a job that probably was, like, far too mature for someone my age, Mm -hmm. but I could play the role, like, I just acted through it, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I got... Good jobs, like good-paying jobs, really young, mm-hmm. because of my voice. Like I'd be a gal Friday, where you know I was like an administrative assistant, mm-hmm. or um, one of my first jobs, which I loved so much. I did telesales, like catalog sales for Delia's oh,
3: before it even Delia's. was a store. No, stop, I love yes,
0: it. girl. Stop. Yes, I love and I met a bunch of older people that took me to the clubs, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a club kid was born. Okay. <laughs> they had me on these streets at 15 years old right? oh my god yeah it was so funny
1: so all right so you're so you work at Delia's I was working and so yeah. how long did you um like sort of do these jobs before you found yourself doing hair like what was okay so
0: um preface in our program at LaGuardia you I was a drama major mm-hmm. you study makeup and wig work Mm. Um, it's just part of the curriculum because you're studying to be a stage actor Mm -hmm. and, uh, for the most part, you do your own makeup Um, and hair. So they were prepping us for that. And my mother was a make, uh, sorry, a hairdresser by trade.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so I had all this stuff at home Mm -hmm. and I always sort of tinkered around with hair and makeup stuff. Mm -hmm. I just always loved it, but I didn't think... It's so funny. Um, I was like, you know, a cocky kid thinking, like, I'm just going to learn this till I can afford to have somebody with me. Right. Um, not thinking, like, no, actually, Queen, you're going to be the one that people have. Right.
1: <laughs> right. No, bitch, you to hell.
0: You to hell. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, so you started doing hair, and then how did that sort of like continue? No, on? I didn't
0: start doing hair first.
1: I actually. Um,
0: I mean, I messed around. I was more interested in makeup, okay. to be honest, initially. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I apprenticed first. Okay. I ended up getting an opportunity. I was working for Shiseido mm-hmm. um, and a subsidiary called Zur, which was their men's line mm-hmm. of skincare. And um, another employee was interviewing for a job, and she said, You know, this is like wasn't the job for me, it's a little under what I was doing. Uh-huh. Um, but she was like, I think this is perfect for you because everybody knew that I love makeup and I wanted to be a makeup artist. Not, I don't think I even knew what that meant at uh-huh. the time because I only knew counter makeup artists. Uh-huh. Um, but sorry, so um, what did you
1: think that you wanted to like when you? In your mind, when you thought, okay, I want to be a makeup artist. I did not think think... of fashion
0: or celebrity at all. Mm -hmm. I thought of counter. Right. um, Because that's who I had encountered thus far.
1: So at that point, to you, like becoming a counter makeup artist that say like Bloomingdale's or something along those lines. Right, but I didn't
0: even like, okay, so um, to just like short of the long, Mm -hmm. I ended up interviewing for an administrative assistant position for a celebrity makeup artist's brand. Okay. so uh this woman called sue devitt okay and um she like we vibed uh well i i slayed that interview um <laughs> came in so prepared because the thing about me is that i am uh which i don't think a lot of people know is i'm calculative as well as creative mm-hmm. so that just means that I am not a stupid hairdresser. Yes, no. (laughs) Um, I am a numbers kid. (laughs) Like, I am a super math nerd. So um, I was just really good at taking care of people and um, uh, sorting sales spreadsheets and creating sales spreadsheets. So I interviewed and showed her everything that I could do to make her more efficient. Uh (laughs) And basically, she had no choice but to give me this job. Right, right, right. And then the like icing on the cake was, I was like, by the way, I love makeup. Right. And I so want to be a makeup artist. So if there's any extra work, whether it's paid or not, which was kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do this, guys. <laughs> um, kiss of death. I told her I was like, I'm down to do whatever because that's how much I want to learn how to be a real makeup artist. guess mm-hmm. and I mean she was like Francois Nars's first assistant. she worked all over the world. She's from Australia She's done like Naomi Campbell like all of the greats, right? So I was obsessed Yeah, like, I was like I have to get this job. Yeah, um, and that was my true start was okay. working for Sue Devitt I saw both sides of it because she was a working celebrity makeup artist
3: mm-hmm. who
0: had a line. So my sales stuff collided with my creative want. Right. And it was really awesome. I mean, I worked for her, I want to say for like three years. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was, <laughs> it felt like forever. It probably wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, you think everything's longer than it is.
1: How old were you at that point? mm
0: mm-hmm. I think I started working for her when I was 19.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so that was kind of like your university.
0: Oh, honey, hundred percent. I mean, I was going to college as well, just community school. Okay. Because again, I'm a a nerd, but I didn't care about getting a degree Mm -hmm. so much as I just needed to feed that part of myself. Mm
1: -hmm. Like the like I thought maybe
0: I'd get a degree, but it was never like I'm like oh I'm doing this for like I don't know which I feel like most people go to college with a degree in mind like i'm gonna get this then i'm gonna go do that no i yeah. was thinking i want to learn these skills uh-huh and if i get a degree that's great
1: yes which skills
0: basically business like uh-huh. how white people move in the world yes because yes. i grew up in a place where i didn't have white friends till i went to high school until uh-huh. i went to Laguardia, and then i remember even um some girls were like but she's jewish and i'm like wait a minute she white though yeah. aren't y'all all white like i truly didn't understand how these fools further separated themselves I'm like are you joking in my world y'all are all white you're all doing better than me like right. shut up right. um so yeah i was like this white life that i'm looking at even like in comparatively speaking to like teachers mm-hmm. teachers of color versus white teachers of color, they just always seemed like they had it better. Mm -hmm. They drove nicer cars, they had nicer clothes, like, Mm -hmm. whatever, that could fully not be true.
1: (laughs) No, I know what you mean.
0: But, you know, when you're like, wait, what am I not a privy to here, because, a privy to, I'm just making shit up, (laughs) Um, what am I not privy to here, I just knew, (laughs) I'm like, there's something I don't know, and I'm trying to know that. Right. So I was like, I want to study business. I want mm-hmm. to study literature because I love literature. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be better. I wanted to take classes that made me better than what I thought people
1: thought I was when they looked at me. Right. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Especially if you come from a place where, one, is you're just used to people looking at you because of the color of your skin and Word. just like judging you, that you want to be able to... Change their mind and just like have something. Oh, yeah. I your mean, that's and... why I spoke
0: so clear. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Was I just wanted people to not, I didn't want people to guess where I was from. Right. And I knew, like, because I have Spanish speaking parents, mm-hmm. and that was both of their native languages, it was extremely uh, enforced in my house to not have an accent. Mm. Like, we. We're spoken to in Spanish, but we replied in English. Right. Um, Because my dad was also learning better English. Mm -hmm. And I think my parents were just like, let's assimilate. Like, we want these kids to be looked at, like, as good kids. Right. Like, no slang was allowed in my house. Mm -hmm. Like, yo. Yes. You could get slapped across your face for a yo. Like, none of that. Yes. I mean, now I speak so much slang. I'm like, my poor parents. Right.
1: No, but same. I totally understand what you're saying. Because if if you come from, I'm I'm telling us, like, we don't know. But your parents just want what's better for you. And I think especially people of our parents' generation who, like, their reality is our, like, black history, right? It's, like, our civil rights history is what our parents actually lived through. And so they just know what it is. They moved through the world, it was very obvious that they were different and that there were people of color and that people were right, judging them. Right. And they didn't want the same for us. And, like, education and language are the two ways that they can ensure that even if you do think that I'm one way, as soon as I open my mouth, you're going to feel a different way. Correct. So I totally understand Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: mean, you have to remember that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> so, oh, girl,
1: feeling on that one. Okay, so, um, so, okay, so you're working with, the makeup artist, right? So. And you're also going to school part time. Mm-hmm. And what was <laughs> so
0: hard? I'm like, don't like parents pay for your children to go to school. So were you
1: going to school? <laughs> so were you working forty hours a week and going
0: to school like twenty At hours a week 40, or At least forty, like closer mm-hmm. to sixty, because I did a lot of stuff that wasn't. Because I just wanted to learn from her. So I've, what did your days look like? Um, I think I. Girl, this is like 20 years ago. I mean, not so what did your days like? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what time I reported to work, but between 8 and 9, mm-hmm. if not 8, because mm-hmm. I feel like we started a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, I'd work till 6, mm-hmm. and then sometimes stay later, because mm-hmm. I was an overachiever. And um, I took classes that, usually they were like the classes that you take once a week, mm-hmm. but they are three hours. Okay. Um, So then... I would have to go all the way up to Westchester County to go to school. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was hectic. I don't know how the fuck I was doing that. But, I mean, hello, I don't have a degree, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> <it's not. laughs> like, so, I didn't finish. So then, um,
1: <laughs> so what was next? So you stayed there for three years, and then what
0: came next? Shortly after, maybe six months after working mm-hmm. for Sue, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable enough to, like, Start asking around for makeup jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a brazen little shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually appreciate my bravado Mm -hmm. and candor then because I am not that confident now. Um, Yeah, I just started putting it out there. Like, yo, you could get your makeup done. You know what? I actually got people ready for my prom, even though I did not graduate.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got...
0: People ready for the prom that I didn't go to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how, like, I was already wanting to do this so much as a side hustle. Right. Like, and again, still, I did not think that was going to be my, like, lane. Right. Because even, like, till I worked for Sue and realized, like, oh, this bitch has money. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be, like, a real job job. Mm. I was like, this is just a, you know, it's a. It's a stopover.
1: So when you were working for Sue, were you, um, you were doing administrative work, but then you oh, were yeah. also working with her on location, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, like for doing work with her, uh, clientele and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh, great. Um, so then, so what was next for you after that?
0: Um. Take us on the journey. I guess after Sue, she was notable. So it was a lot of like counter shit. Like, after that, Uh I did counter and set. So I was, like, bouncing between working for Mac, working for Sue. Mm -hmm. I worked for, fuck, who came after? It was Sue, Mac, uh, Clue de Pa. You know, for me, coming from the hood where I I grew up, I went from, like, maybe she paid me $25,000 a year. Uh Like, something not... Not great, but it seemed great from where I came from. Totally. And actually might have been less than what I was making, but I didn't care because I wanted to work with her mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. I don't actually care how much you're paying me. Yes. And uh, I got counter makeup artist jobs for $20, $23, you know, like $20 fucking an hour
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: in the early 2000 Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like that was like a lot of money for a teenager yeah like which I think she thought I was older yeah (laughs) I really wasn't
1: (laughs) So then what sent you, did you ever end up getting your cosmetology license or anything? or going to? Not
0: then, no, not then. No. My mom kept saying it to me over and over and over again, you need to go to beauty school, go to beauty school, just go to beauty school. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to take the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to college. Right. I don't need to go to beauty school. Because again, it's me saying no, this isn't my real career. Right. Because it was what my mom did. I like thought it was to be frowned upon. Right. I'm like, I'm a makeup artist and makeup artist. Right. Don't need a license. Right Like I just was Such a little shit Um, Okay Yeah
1: So From um, The counters Because obviously You don't work at the counters anymore No What finally got you away From work at the makeup counters
0: What got me away Well Basically Any freelancer Is just waiting To not need their side job anymore So Mm. My side job Just happened to be Within the same Genre Right Um but what got me away was being busy enough.
1: Yes. Just hustling. Yeah. Making enough uh, like, connections with people. Exactly. Gets, to
0: shoot enough mm-hmm. to,
1: to like get the not need one. it. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right.
0: I worked for a candle company, like a candle and body company. Like in the meantime, like I had all these like random jobs. I was a, oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, I had a lot of random jobs. That's for another episode. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot oh. of random jobs.
1: So then what was your first um, celebrity makeup job? Or were you already oh, well, like, on your own yeah, from... No, not
0: on my own. Mm-hmm. But with Sue, like, I got thrown in first, like, head first okay, into celebrity. So I sort of already knew, like, what the best looked like. Mm-hmm. She was working with Kim Cattrall at the time. Um, mm-hmm. She was working with Laura Boyle at the time. Um, Jennifer Love
1: Hewitt, like mm. all these fucking Jessica Jessica Simpson, everybody. She was working with everybody. So what was the day like when they called you? They were like, We want Sabrina.
0: Oh, that doesn't happen. No, no. with with regard to Sue. No, just in general. Just no. in your
1: career, when does that day happen? Oh, I don't
0: know. That's so, it's a great question, but I don't have uh that's how unimportant it was. <laughs> like, that, I mean, truly, that's yeah. how unimportant it was to me. Like, I hadn't felt like I made it. Yeah. So it wasn't, I started getting called, but because I started in the upper echelon, mm-hmm. nothing I did measured up. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. I kept getting asked to do stuff and I'm like... I don't know why I thought I should compare myself to this woman who had literally spent her life doing this uh-huh. from the other side of the world uh-huh. <laughs> um, But I did yeah, so I didn't really have a I, I'm killing it now. Like, yes moment because it just was like okay. I can say that I'm a full-time makeup artist uh-huh.
2: Cool. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. about it. Yes,
3: and
0: I kept getting asked to do hair Oh can you do hair? Okay. Can you do hair? Because I'm a black girl. So they're like, can right. you do hair? Can you do hair? Can you do hair? Okay. Um, And so that was the part of me that I laugh now because I'm like, girl, you loved it. But I just didn't want to love it because it was too much, too close to my mom.
1: Yes. Okay. So then let's talk about that. When did the switch come? That you were like, okay, I guess I'm going to be doing hair now instead of makeup.
0: Well, it wasn't. Instead, it was like a party too. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: Um.
0: I guess when I don't know. Well, whenever anybody wants to save money, they ask if you can do both. Right. So I wasn't getting asked to do like good rate shit. I was getting asked to do stuff for one hundred fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, maybe three hundred dollars on a great day, $600. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is all know, like editorial
1: things or this is like for purse, for, um,
0: editorial catalog, lookbook, mm-hmm. you know, website, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever.
1: Okay. And it's just also still word of mouth. Just like, you know, yeah. it's to people, I, to I
0: built a website. It wasn't great, but okay. I built a website with my work on it. Um, but really it was just because I met so many people working for Sue. Okay. And, um, supporting other makeup artists. So they were like, Oh my God, this girl's getting married. Um, I told her you could do it cause I don't live in New York. I was just there for an event. Like, ah, okay. you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, my friend is in a catalog and I don't know. It just yeah. like, it just, you know, like, can you do my headshots? Like, yes. Random shit. It was not glamorous. Like yes. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. Yes. It wasn't glamorous. Then I, um, because of Mac, Hmm. Uh it's so funny the timeline. I'm so bad at that. But I know it happened really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened really quick. Those same three years, I was already Really I'm I'm psycho. Yeah. And so yeah, I was true. already talking to people. <laughs> like, you know, planning my exit. This woman treated me horrible. Mm. Uh, if anybody they know her, they know her. Mm. Like she wasn't nice. Mm-hmm. She was fucking talented, but not nice. Mm. Um, But still, I appreciate every fucking second of every day that she gave me Mm -hmm. because she taught me so much and literally took my life from ordinary to extraordinary without even knowing it.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Within three years. No. No.
0: (laughs) But within three years, I was like eye on the prize. Yes, yes, yes. And now like, okay, I can do this. Because I have terrible stage fright Mm. and I'm like, oh my god, I can do this so much better Mm. Like I'm so much better people love me. They think I'm funny and I'm like making them feel pretty Mm -hmm. Like I was like this is a fucking hit on all of my like boxes to check Yes, like I just wanted to do something where I felt like I was collaborating with people being creative and making people feel good Yes, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, which I immaturely thought or naively thought, a lawyer did. Right. Which um, is completely <laughs> inaccurate. No, um, I thought
1: the same, to be honest with you. I'm like,
0: we are not, not helping anyone. No, we might, but, like, that's a just a byproduct, not on purpose. Right, it's
1: not, it's um, more of a, an instantaneous gratification when Correct. you're working Correct. on people with beauty. Correct,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you just see them change in the chair. Like, I will never get over that. Yes. Like, seeing a woman, like, purse her lips, because I'm doing the blow-dry, and she feels super hot yes like, I love that shit yes um okay so
1: um where does that bring us to in your okay
0: so god I'm bad at this um right so you left so Su, you you're doing let's now. now I'm doing right I'm toggling both um I met a friend um I'm doing a lot of musician stuff like mm-hmm. and then I ended up working on complex a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I got looped into that, but I think it was like from a homie, like a party friend. Cause Mm -hmm. I also, at the same time as being on time to work every day and like the overachiever, I went out every night. Like I was the networking, like, but also I just love people. I'm Mm -hmm. such a Gemini. Um, and I just wanted to be outside and like, meeting people. And I just felt so lucky that I was like in a business that, you know, where I could, I was proud of seeing what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was out all the time. I was always looking for a new word. I do not have that now. (laughs) Um, just so excited about life and like, you know, just trying to like meet people and like Mm. stay busy. And I always found like my next job, through, like, either the last job or like the person that I drinks with after that last job. Like, ah. weird ash. Yeah. Yes. It was very, you know, it was before social media, like when mm-hmm. people actually socialized. Right, right, um, right. Sorry, kids. It was better before. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it really was. Um, so it, it was, yeah, I mean, that's how I got work. All I right. got work through work mm-hmm. and work through socializing. hmm. Sorry, honey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's tight. That's going to be tight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, what year is it now? Were you in in our timeline?
0: <laughs> Maybe 2004.
1: Okay. So 2004. So I met you in what? 2000. Uh, what year is it now? So I met you in 2017, right? I mm-hmm. think-ish.
0: Maybe, or 16. 2016. Because I feel like, you,
1: when, when did you establish your place? So I'm trying to get from... Um, to, From 2004-ish right? To Phoebe Robinson and Michelle Obama
0: Oh gosh Girl, that was like two decades Almost yeah. two decades Well, I
1: mean, you've just been killing it for so long, I suppose Thank
0: you No, not really Well, two um, decades I mean, I have been very blessed that I stay busy mm-hmm. Um, I stay busy But again, I think it's because I have ADD I'm always, like, looking for work Always doing a uh, sort of not, I don't know. Not freebies so much as like
1: collaborations.
0: Yeah, I I know when to lend my talent.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: it's been a probably luck, honestly. Like probably luck mostly. Um, but I, well, that, I definitely made a lot of wrong steps. But mm. I've. One thing that I'm consistent in doing is that I love what I do, and I'm really appreciative for all the work, all of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that even if, like, you don't like me or talk too much, like, I'm too assertive, whatever mm-hmm. your reason is for not, like, vibing with me, it's never because I don't do my job well. Right. Which I like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for just constantly working and also for just exactly what you're saying before showing up on time and showing up consistently. Well, yeah, and
0: when I wasn't busy, I would place an ad on Craigslist before I got super sketch. Mm. Place an ad on Craigslist and I would do $50 weaves. I would do $50 weaves. In one or two hours, depending on the girl's hair, how ratchet it would come, Mm -hmm. Um, and I would have all these rules, like, you need to come with your hair stretch, which now I would never fucking ask somebody to do that, but it was $50, so Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, you could come to my house, bring the hair, and I will texture, like, I will lay your, like, weave. Right. And I, girl, I never did not have money, Mm -hmm. because... And I mean, I helped support my family Yeah, for so long Yeah, off of that kind of thing. I just never was too proud mm. to do anything. Like if it meant I'm going to pick up a shift as a hostess, mm-hmm. like I never just would not be like, oh, I'm not working and wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like I would always be like, okay, let me place this ad or tell people, like people would ask me to do things. And I'm like, okay, I can't do it for that, but I can do it for this and I'll do this much more
3: mm-hmm. like,
0: I just was a savvy New Yorker. Yeah. Trying to like make ends meet. And I knew like once you get busy, the ebb and flow is much harder to take Mm. because you feel like I belong here. I'm doing this. Like this is what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't want to have to do anything that wasn't related to hair or makeup. Right. But that just meant me doing. Yeah, just like more, like being more flexible. So the $50 deal would turn into, I'll come to you. Yes. For 75. Like, you know what I mean? Like I
1: just. Well, the thing, the thing about you, Sabrina, that I have to say, and it's something that I immediately really admired is you, when you were saying before that you're very like calculating, I took that more and you took it as numbers. And I took it more as just like being thoughtful about like helping, exchanging, Giving an even exchange to somebody, but just okay. So here's my example: Is the day that you came into True Beauty, you're just like, I knew who you were. Obviously, we had uh, spoken in passing. We followed each other on Instagram, and you just came in and you were like, I just moved back from Seattle. I used to get my lashes done there. The girls who do my lashes like loved it because I would always send in like models and always recommend them and whatever. And like I'd like to do that here. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I respected it so much I was just like, yeah, this girl knows that I know who the fuck she is. So she's not, like, even lying right now. But it was just so upfront and such a business exchange that I respected it, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, this is somebody that I can hang with. And I can imagine, I can really imagine you doing that just, like, throughout life. And you obviously are very, very good at what you do. So it's never, like, a... um, I don't know, I've also had other people say, like, oh, let's do uh, a trade, I'll do this, and you do that, and, you know, you fulfill your part of the bargain, and their end of the bargain is, like, just so disrespectful. <laughs> just right, like, right. It's so disrespectful it to you and thing. your time and, like, what you do, what you are there to offer. Right. And um, you you offer the exact opposite. You over-deliver every single Correct. time. Correct, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that I... I learned from my parents, um, they both worked so hard, like, so thanklessly, Mm -hmm. um, so hard, and I just, even though I knew I was working hard or whatever, I just was like, this is nothing compared to all the things that people like me could be doing right now, Mm -hmm. so instead of me taking that as, like, a... I don't know, uh, something that would make me more egotistical and sort of, uh, like, you get what you pay for type of energy. Bitter. Right. It (laughs) made me more... Resilient. Yes, and appreciative. Like, I just was like, yo, I'm doing... I'm literally playing. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking playing. Yes. Right now. And my dad worked at Rikers Island for almost twenty. You know, like Dre, some of you. Like, it's just like what I do is so not that deep in the grand scheme of how hard <laughs> jobs get uh-huh. that I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna put my foot in this shit. Like, yeah. I'm gonna put my foot in it so that even if like people don't like me because I know I have a very People have a very visceral reaction to me Mm. ever since I was young because I have a big voice and I'm a little guy Mm -hmm. and, uh, (laughs) you know, that doesn't always work. And I'm brown, like, and I'm Latino and like, you know, there's a lot of shit that like, maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. So I knew that like, at least the one thing that I want to be known for is like, you'd be like, she's a bitch, she sucks, whatever. But that girl works hard. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted because when I looked at my parents that's what I saw
3: Mm -hmm. was
0: people that worked so hard and they got nothing Mm -hmm. like I mean they never made on my worst day what I make on a bad day Mm -hmm. and that's fucking sucks but it's the truth and it keeps me super grounded Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for it
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. it keeps you hard working it keeps you like just so sweet and so giving. So giving. That's really a word that I would use to describe you. Okay. For you. sure. hundred percent. Ah, all right, girl. Well, what's the future for you? What are you thinking? What do you want next? What do you think that you're, you're going to accomplish? What's the big, big dream? Well,
0: I don't know that I have a like big, big dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm such a, I'm like, I'm very cautious in my dreams, even. No, I I just think I want to keep momentum. Um, I'm now finally working with a pool of people that I literally would hang out with, Mm -hmm. which I think is a complete, insane privilege, um, because I've done the celebrity thing in many different iterations over the course of my career, and... This is the first time that I feel like I'm working with people that I do not have to pretend with, mm. that I can be myself and they enjoy that and respect what I do and I respect them like completely. I'm not like, I go home and I'm like, oh my God, thank God I can like relax now. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm in such a lucky place that I get to work with people that I'm like, Actually, being 100% authentic all the time, which I don't, I don't know that I ever thought I would have this. Mm-hmm. So I think I just want to keep that momentum, add more to the roster. I'd like to open up a little bit and <laughs> be more open to press and things because I am like weirdly an extrovert but an introvert. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. People we like no. you're great i'm like no
3: yeah
0: i am the biggest scouter of myself but um no i i just want to be a bit more outgoing in that respect and you know allow like the good things like to come and not say like no
1: yes to things all the time yes well i mean you say yes to everything regarding like work work but if it's like like about
0: me Yeah. yeah 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 like that's where i don't know what happened but younger Sabrina was, the like, so not bad. Like, mm-hmm. I she would have loved all that. Mm-hmm. And I am just not, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not there. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I can work on that and get better um, at receiving.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think, too, is when you, and, and I don't want to project, but I feel like when you have a very big personality and you start to take the role of, not the main event, but the person that helps the main event. It's oh, a, it, I love that. You have job. to sort of like <laughs> put your ego to the side and like learn to be a little bit more quiet and like accepting of that. And so when the camera is on you, it's a different switch oh, to turn back on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you it's been that.
0: years of that me being the support staff, and yes. so I'm like, Ugh, I am so not mm-hmm. there yeah. to like be the talent, right? Like, which is crazy because for a long time when I was young, I thought that I was the talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I'm like good at some stuff, but I don't know. I just, it's, and I mean, with Instagram, like we noticed, hello. Now, like everybody knows who we are. Yeah. Like people know what we do, and like. Yes. Everybody also thinks they can do it. Sorry, kids, not for everybody. No,
1: but too, makeup artists and hair, makeup artists more specifically. Personally, well, the veil is a, gone. Well, yeah. they're just like you're your own celebrities, mm-hmm. I and mean, you know. And, yeah, but it's weird.
0: I mean, yeah. it's like a bunch of extroverts that like did not get to do what they really want to. Right. <laughs> No shade, okay? (laughs) No shade. I already know I'm going to get a fucking DM about this. I love it. No, I just think that some of us are built to be in front of the camera and some Mm
3: -hmm. behind. Mm -hmm. And
0: I think that I'm better behind. Mm. Um, But anyway, I'm trying to be more open to allowing to like a little sprinkle.
1: Yes. Oh, you deserve it. I mean, you're incredible. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Wait, before we finish, <laughs> do you have to talk about ML?
0: Mo? Oh, Mo, Mo, best
1: <laughs> was it like meeting Michelle Obama?
0: Exactly. That's when you're like, so what's your goal? I'm like, yes, guys, well, I, I tell the
1: people the story.
0: <laughs> so many days with Michelle Obama <laughs> that you can't possibly have a goal past that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, that was my not even my goal. I'm like, it was my dream. And it happened. And because my client, Phoebe Robinson, who is a gangster, she is just the most incredible woman I've ever met. Like, so many parts intelligent, so many parts hilarious, so many parts real, and so many parts self-deprecating that she allowed me to, like, be around Michelle Obama and, like, get to know her. And, Mm. like, I don't think any other... I don't think anybody else would have given me that kind of access to her. Mm -hmm. So I'm broken now.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm broken. (laughs) I'm
0: broken. You don't get to hang out with Mo and then like recover. Yes. Like, not possible. Uh, No, it was like Auntie Jems like crazy. uh, She just dropped gems all the time. Yes. Everything she says is a gem. Yeah. And she doesn't even like. You treating her differently. Oh I tried to give her my hand. I'll never forget when we first met. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd already spent the day with her. But, you know, I was, like, totally behind, like, playing, like, here, us. I'll speak, speak of the angel. It's fucking Phoebe. Um, but anyway, um, she was, uh, it was after they did their first interview on Michelle Obama's book tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Phoebe, like, when we were walking out of the stadium, back to the green rooms, she's like, um, Michelle, have you met my hairstylist, Sabrina? <laughs> Knowing how much it meant to me, because she's the best. Yes. Like, literally, guys, she's the best. Yes.
1: Um, oh, my God. She, oh, I went to give her my casual. hand.
0: Casually. Casual. <laughs> she. I went to give her my hand, and she looks at me like a true sister, uh-huh. like, girl, please. Yes. And... Went in for the hug, and yes. I just about died. I just about died. Yeah, I'm like because the look she gave me was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like yeah. she was just like, "No, yes, no, it's just me, Michelle." Uh, like she doesn't. If you call her Miss Obama, she'll say, "Please call me Michelle." I can't. Like she I'm doesn't dead. do that. I'm dead. She does not subscribe to that like specialty treatment, and it's like not me. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: she truly is like Guys I'm just, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just Like
0: I'm just Come on Don't Like it's fine it. And she's a hugger She likes to connect with yes. people oh, Yes Which so do I And I never You know when you do something And you're like You know it just feels real for you So you're not like thinking it's like special Or anything yes. like that uh-huh. The hug thing meant so much more to me because i'm like i do that mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. obviously an ego thing yes it's not about let me show you how normal i am it's like no i actually prefer to touch people yeah because i learn more about you when i do that when than if i don't mm-hmm. and so that's how it felt it just felt like a real like black beautiful black woman that like just wanted to get in for the real thing. Um, she just wanted to get in for the real thing.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Does she smell like cocoa butter? She smells... No. no. She smells like
0: expensive perfume
1: <laughs> <laughs> and expensive hair product. Yeah, um, that sounds
0: about right. She, no, but she is exactly that. She, like, floats in a room, and she's just so normal, and okay. we're all freaking out, and she's just... She's like... Well, I campaigned for Obama twice. Yeah. And I I fully believed what I was doing and whatever. But then meeting Michelle Obama mm. just solidified that so much more. I'm like, yo, these are the people you want to think about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's who I want people to think black women are. Mm-hmm. Like, Auntie M. Like, <laughs> I just really... I can't emphasize anymore how everything you think that's awesome is and more because she talks to you like a real person mm-hmm. she's just not fake mm-hmm. she's not she doesn't have airs she's funny she's mad funny actually mm. like what you don't even think of because you're like too busy worrying about how like amazing and proper right you need to be right. around her <laughs> like she's like mad funny because she's from the hood and she has you know southern black family like she's she's so cool she's just like the coolest woman I've ever met and when I'm like after spending time with her like every time more and more I just thought man if I knew that a woman like that I could be a woman like that like yo yeah I think I would have been a lawyer. Like, Ah. I think I would have been a lawyer. I think I would have went into civic duty. Like, Mm
3: -hmm. I
0: think things would have been very different for me because I just didn't have, I didn't have a black woman to look up to like that. Right. Like, when I was in those formative years where you can make those decisions, not to say, because Michelle would be like, it's never too late. No, not to say that I couldn't go back to school and do that. Now, it's just that,
1: you know? Yeah, I do know. I just
0: didn't have a role model that was brown like that. Like I had Mayor Dinkins, mm-hmm. which. Mm-hmm. La <laughs> <laughs> you? Well, but you know? Yeah. not no, perfect.
1: I'm so happy that you said that though, because honestly, I think that what you don't you're not even realizing is that your story is gonna be that for somebody else, and that's like literally the only the main reason that I want to record these stories is so that somebody else can hear somebody that looks like them and hear the incredible journey that they've been on to create oh, yeah. the incredible yeah. career that they've created and say like why can't I do that look at that girl look at Sabrina she's a Thank girl you. from the Bronx and she I, did wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I did everything wrong guys <laughs> I did everything
0: wrong look I did it all wrong you can still come back like I don't maybe one of my, like I do a lot of mentorship Uh um, with young women and I'm especially survivors because Uh I'm a survivor myself. Uh Um, And uh, I have to say one of my most, one of the most important takeaways for me um, (laughs) in my almost 39th year of life, I want to say to the younger versions of me and the girls that like, Are judging themselves harshly and the boys and the gay boys and the fucking trans kids that like don't even know what the fuck is going on and people keep calling them. He or she you can make so many mistakes early and you just will never understand how early it is. Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama, who for me is like I don't believe in God, but, like, if there was a Jesus, it'd be Oprah and then Michelle Obama. <laughs> so my, you know, my ride right of God, Michelle Obama, um, said life is long. Like, she said the opposite of what you always hear. Mm-hmm. She said life is long, y'all. Pace yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. Not to say to be lazy, because laziness gets you nowhere, folks. Like, mm-hmm. it gets mm-hmm. you nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it's fail.
3: Yes.
0: And be. don't be afraid to fail, just fail. Because mm-hmm. failure means there's only one direction you can go, and that's up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You will only learn from these failures. Mm-hmm. You will only learn from the obstacles, from the hurdles, from the trials, from the tribulations. So, I just... I mean, if I could talk to younger Sabrina, I would say, girl, you're 12. (laughs) Shut up. You know nothing. And that's actually okay. Yes. It's okay. Like, I think when you're a black kid or a kid of color existing in the world, adults do treat you a little bit different. Mm -hmm. They do. They treat us differently. They, they think we're older. Yes. 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 <laughs> think they think we're older when we're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they think we know more because, like, you know, we have a hard, maybe have a harder time. or to, It's all microaggressive and whack. Like, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. You're all still kids. Just because you're savvy doesn't make you emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It just doesn't. And I just wish I, you know, know. I wish I knew that. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't give myself such a hard time. Yes. I was upset that maybe I wasn't going to have a degree at the same time as my friends. Uh-huh. Like, I was upset that I didn't have a high school diploma at the same time as my friends, even though I got really high SAT scores. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept comparing myself to everyone else, and it's like, no, stop worrying about that. Uh-huh. Like, it's not important. It's actually not important. What is important? Not all the kids that I grew up with or that graduated on time got sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they didn't grow up in a trap like I did. Maybe they didn't grow up with eight to nine people in a two bedroom apartment like I did.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: you can't compare yourself mm-hmm. to everyone else all the time and you have to give yourself a break.
1: Give yourself a hundred percent. You gotta give grace. yourself a break.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just because you know stuff because like you're being exposed to things way beyond your like you shouldn't have been mm-hmm. at the age that you were doesn't make you now an adult.
3: Mm-hmm. And like
0: 18 does not make you an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You don't know shit at 18.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there are like a handful of people that do, and we covet them and call them geniuses. And that's why, cause it's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's not normal. Stop trying to be that. It's not, that's not typical and it's completely okay. Mm-hmm. You can, literally come back from anything. Mm -hmm. You can come back from anything. Um except felonies. (laughs) 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 So don't be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like don't get your rights taken away from you. That brown people died for. uh, You know what I'm saying?
1: Except felonies. (laughs) uh, felonies. Like that's the
0: only thing is like I'm like, yo, make a mess. Make a mess. Like sleep around, do whatever it is that you need to do that you think you need to do. European kids Go on sabbatical and go, like, see the world and learn other languages. What do American kids do? Make a mess, learn nothing, (laughs) and become salty adults. Like, we got to do better. Yes. We got to do better. So I'll be the first to tell you I did it all wrong. Yes. And I still was able to help my family. I still am a pillar of the community.
1: Mm -hmm. And I
0: did everything wrong. And
1: she's killing it.
0: At first, and I'm still doing well. You're killing it. Like you get to make. You whatever. can say it. You're killing it. Mm.
1: She's killing it.
0: I know people that are killing. It. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well. All right, well Sabrina, thanks for hanging out
1: with me. Of course. This, this is so great. Anytime, sugar. Bliss. I learned so much about you. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> what did you think of sabrina's episode
2: i thought it was amazing i thought
1: it was amazing too first i learned so much about my friend which we've been friends for a couple of years now and you know when you're getting your hair done you talk to your homegirl, right but like it was so great to learn new things about her
2: Yeah, and everything, exactly where it all started. Exactly. It's it's just a really cool story. I love stories like this. They make your heart warm.
1: They make your heart warm, and they make you believe that you can follow your dreams and just make anything that you really set your mind to happen.
2: Yes. and Don't be a lazy ass. Don't be a lazy ass.
1: Don't commit a felony. You can come back from anything except for a felony. Don't get your rights taken away. So I just have to tell you guys one of my favorite stories that sums up the type of artist and friend and craftsperson that Sabrina is, because I feel like she doesn't give herself enough justice when she says, you know, I'm either for you or I'm not. And it's true, Sabrina is a very big personality, but she actually reminds me a lot of my partner, and that's one of the reasons I think that I'm so drawn to her. Like, Sabrina tells you about yourself, whether you want to hear it or not, but it's also that she helps you to elevate to be the best version of yourself.
2: That is the best kind of friend to have. The best kind of friend, right? It kind of hurts, but then you're
1: like, thank you, girl. Thank you for loving me because strangers will lie to your face all day, every day.
2: So will some friends. So will some
1: friends. Okay, so here's my story. So Sabrina, so this summer I was looking for a videographer to help me with uh, a video, a microblading video for my website. And I asked Sabrina if she knew anybody. She recommended her husband, Joe. So Joe not only spent an entire day shooting with me for free, The next morning when I woke up expecting to see a text saying, girl, you were so great, I loved everything, I instead saw a text saying, we need to reshoot this. I don't know why y'all thought you could do this without me, you need professional hair and makeup, and you're sweaty. No way is my girl going out like that. Guys, get yourself a friend like this, seriously. Okay, guys, so if you'd like to know more about Sabrina, her Instagram is at sabsthegoodgirl. And she also mentioned that if you are so inclined, please make a donation to the organization Happy Period. Happy Period is a catalyst promoting self-efficiency surrounding menstrual health across the U.S. and bridging access to safe menstrual products. So you guys can visit
2: happyperiod.org, make a donation, and... Love some girls. Yeah, everyone has the right to have the things they need when they have their period. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you'd like at True Beauty Brooklyn. If you have any questions or comments, send you can, your questions to us yes, for our other episodes. Over. Yeah, it can be just commenting on this episode, it could be questions about skincare, about brows, about waxing. Um, you can email us at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Also, come visit our studio. Come hang out with us. Come hang, we're a lot of fun. Make an appointment though. Make an appointment, don't just show up. Where can they make an appointment? (laughs) TrueBeautyBrooklyn.com. Super easy to book.
1: Super easy to book. We specialize here in intimate waxing, in skincare, in lashes, brow shaping, brows. We're obsessed with brows. you want to get your brows hooked up. Or your girls. Come hang. Come hang. Otherwise, we will see you guys next time. The next episode you're going to hear. We're with Lillian and Laura of
2: Fur. Super cool company. If you don't know, you're going to know next week. You're going to know. These are two bad bitches who literally made a multi million dollar company for you. For
1: you ladies and your hair. See you. See you next time. Bye. Hey guys, if you liked our podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple iTunes. we would appreciate it so, so much. And tell everyone your friends, tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your aunties. We're obsessed with aunties. <laughs> so tell your sisters, everybody.
2: Also, please only rate us if you like us.
1: Right. If you don't like us, you can go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> but, never listen to us again. And it never listen like it to us again. Happened.
1: Exactly. But if you do, come, yeah, read and review us. Don't leave anywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.